You're listening to episode number 416 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Yeah, we're having some trouble with Amazon, so I'm not going to continue to plug them as long as... uh... Really? Yeah. I, I don't know if they're keeping track of all the traffic. We're still driving to it. But something happened somewhere along the way. Uh, and I went to go and get, you know, I was going to take the deposits, yeah. you know, so I could do our bookkeeping. And uh, uh, wasn't wasn't there. Uh, really? That sounds like some bullshit. Yeah, agreed. Is that uh, why I've, you, I've seen the password is keeps getting yeah. reset? Yep, yep. Yep, so Amazon's oh. being being a dick. Jeff Bezos doesn't know who he's fucking with, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so he has to get on a, on a spaceship and leave the whole fucking world. That's right. He's like, God damn. That's I've right. crossed Mark. <laughs> oh, I actually, I, I will say uh, real quick for folks, uh, in case you guys do uh, podcast next week, if I'm not around, uh, if you do podcast, I will not be around. I'm going to be in Ireland. I'm very excited about this. It's the first time my wife and I have ever been to uh, anywhere uh, of the Grand Isles. We went to uh, Paris earlier this year. That was a first time for us as well. So um, we're, we're looking forward to a new to us experience. But uh, I am drinking the Tamdu 14 year scotch, which was a very generous gift given to me uh, by our buddy Magnus when he was uh, uh in town over the uh-huh. 4th of July. And he has a three-day weekend this particular weekend, Monday being the third day of it. So he's going to pop over to Dublin uh, and and visit the wife and I, and we're going to uh, hang out all day on Sunday. And then he's going to go home. I guess he's coming into coming into Dublin, I think, um, on Saturday, and he's going to do two nights. But, you know, it's it boggles the mind to think about how folks in Europe can pop from one country to another right. for the weekend the way we would pop down to one state to you know, another. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's also from one because state you can fit it's like just... 10 of them in, a, yeah. in the United States. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So I'm very appreciative that he would be willing to uh, come and visit us and, and say hi. So I wanted to drink some uh, scotch that he gifted to me as a, as a, as a shout out to him. But we should uh, start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Moulin Rouge would not be the first property to attempt to cater to blacks. The original was in 1942 when Shamrock Hotel on Fremont Street attempted to cater to both blacks and whites. It was a colossal failure as whites vehemently protested. In response, city officials denied Shamrock an operating permit citing Jim Crow policies in place at the time. 
got that from the Moulin Rouge and Black Rights in Las Vegas. That is a hell of a book to read. But those of you that love Las Vegas, you have to you, you have to take your lumps because it, this city wasn't wasn't a great place for a while. That's ah, fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I, I can't recommend that book enough. No doubt. Okay. Talk to us about the twit pick of the week. While not being as tall as the real Eiffel Tower in Paris, her replica in Vegas is still larger than life, especially with the angle shared by at Nick Firmage with a background sky that can be best described as apocalyptic. We don't get much rain in the desert, but when we do, it comes with a vengeance. Thankfully, we have photography to capture the magic when it happens. Thanks for sharing, Nikki. Hmm. That's a cool picture. I love a- the sky in the background. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, I, I was like, I've, I remember looking at it earlier in the day when you sent it to me for the life of me. Why can't I remember what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that is pretty darn cool. And yeah. it is, it's one of those things when it does rain here, the sky just looks so different. Yeah. I mean, we're used to it being blue and sunny all the time. So yeah, clear when it's not, me off. it's, it's very, <laughs> especially storm clouds when, when those come through, well, it's at least they're going to do look. something, but I, I agree. I think, I think rain sucks. <laughs> but it's necessary and needed. Oh, yeah. Now, as I'm looking at this picture, I see a little mini Eiffel Tower in the forefront. I believe what? that's that's part of the... Um... Oh, it's the bar. Yes, the bar. That's what I meant. Oh, so if you golly, look... Yeah, I... it's like the little green Eiffel Tower, but right, then you look right, to it, and yeah. it's like, it says Arch Bar. So huh. it's the signage above that little walk-up bar oh, where you can buy ridiculously yeah, yeah, yeah. overpriced drinks. Huh. Huh. That's very cool. <laughs> it's just, you know, one of the things that I love about Vegas is you can see so many things over and over and over and over, but it just takes the right image for you to really see something brand new. Ah, that's, that's, that, that's cool. That's, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. I get why, uh, why that was this week's winner. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. First up, talk to me about the 360 Vegas Winter Vacation. Much faster than anticipated, the dining experience at 360 Vegas Winter Vacation is now sold out, despite <laughs> not having selected where we will eat. Uh-oh. We still don't know the answer to that question. I guess I better figure that out here before too long. Huh? There are still tickets to attend the general event as well as space to join us as we enjoy recreational snow. As a reminder, 360 Vegas Winter Vacation will be Sunday, February 26th and Monday, February 27th. Since some of you are planners, we have some other dates to share with you. 360 Vegas Vacation 12 will be Sunday, July 30th through Tuesday, August 1st. No events are scheduled at this time. Once we have details, we will be sure to share them with you. I mean, we do have some things that have been... uh taken care of and, and, and mapped out but I we are not at liberty yet to share them but I can tell you it's fucking exciting we this have, is cool. we have we're, so we're, much we're, fun when we when you and I brainstorm to plan these things and, and just bouncing ideas off you it's it's so it's, it's it's one of the reasons why you're one of my best friends uh, that means a lot I it was uh, for for you know a little man behind the curtain for the listeners uh, last Sunday at least as we're recording this right now uh, last Sunday Mark and I just sat in 
texted with each other for hours yep. and uh it, it, it just it, and, and we would go we could go 10 15 20 minutes 45 minutes between texts oh yeah but all of a sudden he'd go well, what about this i'd pull some stuff up and i'd kind of type out stuff and i'd be like well what about that you know research these and say well we could do this but we then then what would we do there and then i wouldn't hear anything from mark for you know 25 minutes or 25 minutes and he would come back and be like okay then we'll do it this way and we'll, it was just it was a lot of fun yeah it was a I, lot of i fun. absolutely uh, love it i mean i i hash. planned them before you joined us but to be honest with you you were you're the most interactive partner uh when it comes to this stuff uh, that's very kind of you to say. I, 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 <laughs> you're an interactive partner? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Partner you can interact with. Got it. Yeah, I'm, uh, no I'm, way. I, go ahead, Karen. I'm no, sorry. I was just going to say for the winter vacation, I, I guess I got to figure out where we're going to go eat because now we have a bunch of people that are expecting to, to meet up someplace. <laughs> it should um, be good food because uh, it, it's, we're, we're working our butts off. Yeah, so I guess I'm, I'm, I have a thought of where, but I, I kind of want to know what folks are expecting price-wise. I, I, well, I, I think we shouldn't be, get pricey, but I mean, if we could, I could always go to Patreon and ask them. I think we should do that. Like, let me let me look at a couple of options sort of in the vicinity of where we'll be, and let's, let's throw out a couple of options and see what they think, because... What I don't want to do is have all these people going, yeah, we'll meet up to eat, and then we throw out something that, like, oh. What am I thinking? Why would I send it to Patreon? I'll send it to all the people that... That RSVP. Yeah, that RSVP. (laughs) There you go. That's a better idea. Um, But, yeah, so I'll... I'll, Let me find a couple options, and we'll... I mean, we still have plenty of time, but if we've got... Because what is it? 20 people? 20, yep. Does that include us? No. I forgot about us. Oh, okay, great. Nice. (laughs) So now we got to figure out how to get all those people there and where we're going. All right, good, cool. Well, Katie's cool. Katie's a master. If, we, if uh... well, I can I can do it too. Oh, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> it's so oh. funny because I know. I mean, I'm happy to have her help, but she's like, well, Katie could do all that. I'm like, look, if you tell me what, well, like, where asked. you want to go and what you want to do, I'm just trying to to, to feed all right, beast. Fine. That's right. Okay. I want to nurture this behavior. <laughs> Encourage it at all times. <laughs> Anytime we don't have to talk to a human being, that is... It's a good day. That is a great day. <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, the Vegas holiday attractions. As is common in Las Vegas, the city is preparing its holiday attractions. Coming soon, expect to hear dates and hours of operation for Cosmopolitan's Boulevard Pool Ice Skating Rink. Even if you aren't a fan of ice skating, I highly recommend you visit the attraction and enjoy the seasonal drink menu. I think we, if we didn't, we got close to drinking the whole menu. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This week, two attractions were announced. The first is the Snow Carnival Holiday Fest located at M Resort. This attraction will greet guests by a gentle flurry of snow falling on more than 350,000 tons of real snow. Thousand tons? 350,000. Yeah. Oh, no, 350 tons. Okay. 350,000. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but it is real snow that they're, they're having in there, and, and it features activities like snow tubing, snowman building, and, and lots more. To maintain the snow, the property will add 50 tons of real snow every day the attraction is open. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. 50 tons? Yeah. Where are they getting all the water for that? I don't know. <sighs> Because you know, a little bit of a little bit of a drought right now. Right. Just saying. Snow Carnival opens Wednesday, November twenty third, and running through January eighth of twenty twenty three. It's unclear if you need to purchase tickets to these attractions. That is not a question uh, one will have in when visiting the Enchant Enchant on the Strip 
at Resorts World, advertised as the world's largest Christmas light maze and village. Details were sparse on this, but the ticket prices start at $23 for children and $44 for adults. What? Yeah. I'm going to pay $44 to go through a maze of lights? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yes, you will. No, and you will love it. I don't think I will. Yeah, I don't think I will. say best $44 I've ever spent. <laughs> One thing we should plug on here, and I know it's not on the strip, but um, the Cactus Garden at the Ethel M mm. Chocolate Factory mm. um, does a light that display. That sounds cool every every holiday and it's like it's massive i i got to see it last year not lit up but um during the day there's a shitload of lights so i'm gonna try to put that on our to-do list um actually hopefully when mom comes out over thanksgiving we'll try to head back because then we have more chocolate and and holiday lights <laughs> you, know, you trail off a lot when when like i watch your audio creep down <laughs> like it, it just slides okay no. uh, I don't know why. I'm, st- I'm sitting right here at the mic. Let's see. Uh, then we've got new signage at the Neon Museum. The Neon Museum added a new sign to its collection of fully operational signage. It's Plaza's marquee sign, donated to the museum by the property. Plaza CEO Jonathan Jossel was on hand for the official lighting ceremony. No word what this means for the rest of the signage at Plaza. I still can't find figure out where... Uh, like which sign they, they got rid of because they didn't get rid of their, their marquee sign uh, but there's plazas slapped on the side of shit I, I, if I had to guess I'd say it's got something to do with the uh, Greyhound station I thought it was right where you because f- it's in the boneyard itself right yeah this is okay so I thought it was like when you first walked in no that's not what I mean where on plaza was this oh well was this sign oh the, yeah I don't know yeah. <laughs> can't help you that one <laughs> and finally proper eats it's being reported that the buffet at Aria is permanently closed with plans to renovate the space into a proper eats global food hall, similar to the concept at Cosmopolitan's Block 16 and Resorts World's famous food street eats. Brought to you by Clique Hospitality, the 24,000 square foot space will feature a dozen food and drink concepts and is, and is expected to come online this December. This this interests you? Well, I want to see what they got in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime it's another food option, and if it's a quick grab and go, you know, I I'm like Aria. I like the casino, but one, I it's too far back. Two, um, fuck, I got lost. I don't know. There's things wasn't. you liked about Aria, but oh, I oh my my luck is shit there. Yes. I never won at Aria no. ever. And honestly, we haven't had a lot of luck dining there. That's true. That's true. I forgot about that. So. But no, I'm interested to try it out. You know, anything that isn't... Hopefully it's good food that isn't necessarily sit down and wait because that sort of speeds up and takes, you know, yeah. less time away from your gambling and whatnot. <laughs> but. Hey, so the, the one at Resorts World, is it like quick service? Because they, they focus so specifically on one thing? Yeah, I mean, you might have to like place your order and they'll give you like the little hockey puck that will vibrate and buzz when your order's ready, but... How long do you have to wait for that? I don't remember. I've only eaten there once. It wasn't very long, yeah. I don't think. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's like kind of... Fast, well, fast gourmet food. Well, they I assemble like the it concept. once you order it. It's not like they've got it sitting in a warming zone and just, you know, grab a duck right. taco and throw it at you or something. They, they assemble it, so it takes a minute. Right, right. But it's still faster than, you know, sitting down at a typical restaurant. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, 
this week at Cosmopolitan. A cab driver, a cab driver jumped the curb and took out the eye at the porty coachery <laughs> and their giant cosmopolitan sign. <laughs> you y'all, y'all have to just figure out what that was. I just said. Yeah. It's like when you have finger fooled and you eat hordevortes <laughs> while you're uh, mingling. So there you go. Yeah, I, how did I don't understand how this happened. Because I, I don't like, get it either. The way that because you're coming in and you're curving away from that side of the wall, so he must have like yanked a hard right or something. <laughs> yeah. The cut maybe he was pissed off at somebody else in the other lane, decided to cut him off, and went whoosh, bam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that picture. I thought you got to try real hard, right? To fuck like up it that almost hard. seemed like. Did you do that on purpose? Because I have a hard time believing you accidentally did it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lids Hat Shop is opening a 12,000 square foot flagship location in Las Vegas, specifically in the shopping promenade just north of MGM Grand, whose name is escaping me at the moment, or escaping Mark when he wrote this. Plans are to open October 3rd. Showcase Mall. That's what it is. 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Just came to me. Is this the mall that has the M&M store and the... That's the one. That's the only thing I can think of. One in the same. Okay. At McChip1184 is reporting that Mandalay Bay has eliminated the $1 chip at roulette in favor of $2 chips. Wow. What? Wow. That's That's, that's some inflation shit right there, which to a very small extent doesn't matter, although it kind of does, because if the if the minimum bet is, let's just say, 25 bucks, even on the inside, let's say it's 25 bucks. You know, you could cover a, a bunch of different Line bets. numbers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with 25 chips. Now, you, you've got, you know. 13. 13. So. I see, and they even give you an unlucky number. See, oh, this whole thing is just sham. <laughs> <laughs> at Melts Vegas reports the MGM plans to renovate the rooms at MGM Grand. Some are expected to be online in October, with the rest coming online in December. I swear they just did this. MGM? Actually, actually, know what? It, it isn't because the last time I remember it, we didn't live here. Yeah, I don't. I was gonna say I don't remember MGM doing a renovation recently. Well, it's it's still it, it's mind blowing when you when you throw like yeah we've been here for four years like holy shit we've been here for four years that's, that's awesome. crazy that's crazy wow life has changed a lot in four years yeah boy about Nevada will begin processing applications for marijuana consumption lounges this October. The state expects to issue up to 45 licenses. See, the only the only way this is going to... I mean, I, I, I think the, the issue with this is that all the locations that those people are in are, aren't the greatest locations. Well, they can't be in the casinos. Well, I know that. I so know that. that's number one. I mean, but, but the overhead to get anything you know, in like, like a real... But you could do like Fremont East... You could take one of those spots in Fremont East and turn it into a... Um, That's actually a smart idea. We should do that. I'm going to edit it out so we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure somebody has thought we'll of that already. Invest, uh, right away. I mean, downtown, you'll have more options to have some... I mean, and within the arts district, you could have some. You just... Downtown or down on the strip is where you're not going to find them. I, 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 this is what I foresee. This is never going to be reinforced. They're like the cops are never going to make a big deal out of this because well, no, it's just a but giant pain in the ass to have a specific marijuana consumption lounge. Yeah, I, I give you, you but I just have people on the street like well, they're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna do anything. No, they haven't up to this point. Why would they start now? Yeah. yeah. Last week, 
The Las Vegas Aces WNBA team won the franchise and the city's first professional sports championship. Yay, Aces. <laughs> that, listen, I I don't care about sports ball to begin with, least of which, you know, is basketball or, or WNBA, but I think it's awesome. I'm thrilled yeah. that it's the Las Vegas Aces that won the uh that won the sports championship, professional sports championship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what they won, so I got to read the words inside the scripture. <laughs> well, they had a hell of a parade, though. Or it was more of a gathering. Yeah, they shut down like of, a small amount of the... Uh, they, they shut down Las Vegas Boulevard in front of Bellagio, but just the southbound lanes. The northbound lane was still open. <laughs> right. but the south. So you're kind of in front of Bellagio. Well, no, they were, because then they had a little stage set up where they got off the bus and... I think, they, I think the, the uh, parade was only a block. Yeah, it, block wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't very long, but... Oh, that's great. Yeah. So police are investigating an incident that happened at the end of the Raiders-Cardinals game. Video captured a fan striking Arizona's quarterback Kyler Murray in the face while he was celebrating the team's comeback win over the Raiders. This is the shit that we warned about when when they were talking about uh, uh, the Raiders uh, relocating here. We're like, well, these fans have a long see, history of being assholes. No, no, no. But uh, did you see the video? Yes. Slapped him right in the okay, face. Okay, number one, he was wearing a Cardinal shirt. Number two, he he didn't look like he was like aiming for he was looking he was aiming for his shoulder pad it was completely unintentional yeah. this was not like he was going after him to try to hit him or hurt him or, or be a dick about it he was happy you could see it even on the guy's face he's all happy and excited why the hell did he piss else. Kyler off then because somebody hit him in the face well, let's see but even <laughs> Kyler has said at this point, you know, that he believes it was unintentional. It wasn't, and I, I completely agree. You know, Raiders fans have a, a history and, and an, a, uh, a reputation that precedes them. Yeah. But watching this, even when they were first showing it, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, number one, it was an open face. Like, if he was really trying to hit him, he would have just hit him. It was a, hey, let me go, you know, smack you on this, your shoulder This is from pad. the girl who, who clams up and fangirls out whenever she gets to meet, you know, her, her heroes. So, what does that have to do with this? Well, that's the same thing, right? No, when you it? slap him across the face because you're so excited right, to see him. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, you don't I know wouldn't. what you're going to do. This guy like, oh, just fucking slap him. I'm so excited. I, I reach over and grab the <laughs> chef's knife. Give me that. I want it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Jose Andre, slap, slap, slap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, wait, that's me, isn't it? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, it is you. Your turn. You know what? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> the Ma Museum experienced an external power outage this week, temporarily preventing admission to the attraction. The property announced via social media once the power was restored. Yeah, I didn't hear any other details about that. I'm sure it's uneventful. Yeah, maybe they started the construction on their empty lot and oh, right. nicked hit a, hit something. <laughs> yeah. Rather than addressing the issue, El Cortez announced this week that they will no longer have resort fees. They have instead been rebranded amenity fees. So my follow-up question is, yeah. can you decline the amenity fees if you are not taking advantage of any of the amenities? Uh, I believe you were paying for the amenities to exist. Yeah, well, then it's still <laughs> a resort fee. Yeah. Yeah. Vital Vegas is reporting that Binions and Four Queens, owned by the same group, are finally combining their loyalty clubs. <laughs> the new name will be the, quote, All Access Players Club. And this will be starting on uh, November 7th of this year. What? <laughs> Why were they not already? I don't know. Right? Yeah, because I mean, it costs money, I assume. <laughs> right? 
because we don't really look to four queens and binions as being like the innovators. You know, exactly. Right yeah. out in front. No. Oh, this one's sad. It's being reported that in the months leading up to his death, Tony Shea was running out of money as he was planning a time-traveling spaceship and theme park where visitors would pay with seashells. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I just... There's just some things that, like, you don't mess around with, certain drugs that you just don't mess around with because it never... You never hear of a recreational crack smoker. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's just bad news. No, it's, it, that is too bad. That is too bad. And and it sounds like he really didn't have any. Well, I don't know. I, I, what I was going to say is that it sounded like he didn't have anyone there to really care for him. Right. Like like we've got spouses. If, if we were he if we were in the depths of yeah, a, of a mental. Tony, he, he didn't want him around. Yeah, he, he didn't. He, well, he started yes. to do what the hell was it? he there? he was paying people and he would say, OK, look, because he's building this this compound up in Utah. Right. And he would go to folks and say, look, I will pay you double whatever your highest salary ever was. And all you have to do is come up here and live here. And your only job is to be happy. He didn't want to wow. hear anything. And people were doing it. Yeah. yeah. He didn't want to hear anything negative. He didn't want to hear any, hey, Tony, maybe you shouldn't. He, didn't, he just said, I will pay you double the salary, that you've, the highest you've ever made. And your only job is to come up here, live with me and just be happy. I mean, come on. You were huffing in a fucking yeah. shed. Yeah, it, it's it's just so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. After receiving approval to take over operations at the Tropicana, Bally's Corp said that they are evaluating the potential for a, quote, significant redevelopment. Tropicana sits on a 35-acre plot of land. Hmm. I mean, uh, we know they're going to go through a rebrand. It's just how much are they going to put in Which is kind of disappointing because I like the inside of that casino. I like the uh-huh. color palette. I, I like... I like what they do in there. No, I will miss the stained glass ceiling if that goes away. Yes. I I sure hope they leave it. God, I sure hope they leave it. This week, Bacon Nation restaurant. (laughs) This week, Bacon Nation restaurant at the D open. (laughs) How about (laughs) this week? Bacon Nation opened at the D. Which it, 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 it didn't what? actually. It's not opening till the end of October. Oh no! Yeah, the menu's out and they did a tasting, but it's not actually open yet. Oh, uh, we are lying to our listeners. I know, right? That's why. That's why I had to jump in there because somebody wrote it, and I don't want all of us to get in trouble for what somebody wrote. <laughs> Vital Vegas shared their menu, and in case the name didn't give it away. Bacon is going to be heavily featured. <laughs> the menu does look really good. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, let's be honest. The blood's just rushing through my arteries right now anyway. <laughs> Slow that shit down. <laughs> A 35-year-old man was indicted on murder charges after he forced an El Cortez security guard to the ground, causing him to strike his head on the concrete, rendering him unconscious. The original charge of battery was upgraded to felony murder when the security guard oh, passed away. Yeah. Jesus. What a Christ. bummer. Yeah. Security. I wonder how long that guy was there at El Cortez. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Yeah. I assume, you know, I assume it's just like that. The, the joke old man that has in movies that has no idea where he is and what he's doing. Right. And he's just <laughs> standing there and he's, you know, he doesn't have a real gun. He's, got one of those guns that when you pull the trigger it shoots the little Bang. dart with the rubber, right? <laughs> the rubber <laughs> cup at the end. 
No, oh, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be laughing yeah, about f- that. I'm sorry. It's, it's, no, 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 no. I, I, Come on. We're the show that made light of the war machine beating the shit out of a, a girl. Yeah. Which I heard one of the local radio stations talking about him again today. I don't know why. I didn't figure out why if he's back in the news or not. I'll yeah. have to look into that. But anyway. Yeah. Carry on. A new class action lawsuit is going after the new casino policy of keeping the change. To be clear, Vegas Properties will pay out the change owed to a player, but you have to take your ticket to the cashier's cage. This will most likely be where the suit loses its steam. Because, yeah, they're not keeping it. Like, you're, yep. you're, being, you're deciding, I'm not going to get in line to get 75 cents. Yeah. I mean, and I don't blame you, but you're giving that money to the, to the casino. And now you're not even getting a gamble out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I concur. Uh, as, as much bullshit as I think it is uh, that they're doing this, um, you're right. If, if you're too late, and that's what the casino is counting on, yep. is, is you being too lazy to want to cash in your 13 cent right. cash out ticket. Um, it's just, I, I got to say, though, that um, my wife even made the observation earlier this week. She said, you know, Vegas is ever so slightly losing its luster for me. She said it's not the it's not the fun, you know, happy go lucky bargain place that it was, you know, in the past. She said now she goes, listen, I, I she goes, I don't give a shit about the, the video poker pay tables. I know they're garbage, but when I'm sitting at the bar and I got a bartender who, who keeps my beer glass filled or my, you know, Jim Beam glass, you know, heavily poured, she goes, I'll eat that cost or in that instance, I'll drink that loss. Mm. Uh, but she said just some of these little nickel and diamond things like the resort fees, not being able to get your change. She said, that's no fun. That's just not fun. Like, yeah. That just takes some of the fun away. Right. Yeah. But unfortunately they're setting fucking attendance records. So, uh, all the I know. I, right. So are happening. Yeah. Gonna keep happening. We're not, we're not exactly voting with our, our vacation dollars. Are no, we? Not no. with our, not no, smart we're not. thinking. Yeah. And finally, the city of Las Vegas announced plans to build a pedestrian view deck where people can view and photograph the photogenic arches signage. Currently, people are causing traffic issues by running out into the road for the photo op. You know what this reminded me of is um, in Dallas, in Daly Plaza, yeah. they have an X where the president or was, the, was shot the final shot. Well, they have people an X run of both of them. Fucking all the time uh, right. with traffic uh. there. Tra- and traffic just gets used to like staying in the other lane. Right. Well, and it, it, it's amazing to me that like the city of Las Vegas didn't anticipate this when they put those arches up. <laughs> I, I have to agree with you. Like, it, they're you lit up arches. Big, beautiful signage. And right. what, do you, what do you think people are going to do? Over and right by one of the shittiest intersections. I hate that intersection yeah. of Las Vegas Boulevard. Are you and talking Sahara. about where it splits? No, it's because it's by, it's just north of Las Vegas Boulevard in right. Sahara. Um, no, that intersection sucks. That's yeah. the one that they need the pedestrian bridge and everything else on. They're, that's their building. It. But um, they will eventually. Point. Yeah, but yeah, it's just. I'm not surprised that people are running out in the middle of the road to get pictures because, <laughs> again, it's Vegas and they probably had a couple of, of adult beverages to help right. encourage such behavior. It's a great sign. It, it's, it's all right. It's better than the 50-foot <laughs> tall um, showgirls, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, that does look a little campy now. Now it looks like a Monopoly board. Right? Yes. It yeah. just it looks like it's cardboard or something. Or, yeah. It just doesn't look, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a, not a huge fan of them. All right. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river.
like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we've got a couple of things, actually. A couple of, uh, we got a PayPal donation. Looks like we've got a, uh, we got an email. So uh, we're going to start with the uh, the PayPal donation. Now, this is from our buddy, Jerry. Uh, we had the opportunity to meet Jerry when we were uh, doing the Vegas Vacation 11. He came out and, and hung with us at the bar at, uh, at Mirage. Very, very, very nice uh, young man. Uh, but and I'm, being, young. I'm being gentle when I say that because he, he, he got a pretty good burn in on me uh, here on Twitter. He said, uh, he tweeted out, if y'all read my email, try to figure out on a scale of one to Tony how drunk I was when I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so my response to him was, well, you know, uh, we may uh, we may read it as is or we may take pity on you uh, and, and read it the way we think you intended it. So, uh, Karen, it's all you, young lady. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry writes, this is for my 100% guaranteed karma donation for my first ever solo trip to Las Vegas. Hoping to either... Hit. He, uh, he says, hi, my first ever, but I'm sure he meant hit my first ever hand pay or royal in video poker. Question is, if you guys were characters in a Las Vegas themed movie, what song would be playing in the background as your character arrives in Las Vegas? Also, how would your character arrive in Las Vegas? Train, car, flying, or other? Thanks for what y'all do, Jerry. I'm not be coming these. in on a Greyhound with the uh, <laughs> leaving Las Vegas music playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we know how this story ends, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm never good at those. Like people, are like, oh, what what decade would you choose to have grown up in? I'm like the one I'm in. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't want to go back because things were worse back then. Well, <laughs> maybe. Okay. So I would I would probably just have to assume that I would be flying in because that's what I've done up until we lived here. Mm-hmm. Although now it, it might be a I need like a horse drawn carriage or something to deliver me to the I think strip. a train would be fun if we had like friends with us. Yeah, it depends on where we got to go to start. See, it's a little difficult now because again we're already here. Right. Yeah. So just you'd have to travel someplace to start somewhere new. But um, you know, as far as what music would be playing, it, it's going to be something you know, stereotypical Viva Las Vegas, or it's going to be something from the ocean soundtracks, or it's going to be, you know, it's just nothing. I don't have anything like special creative that it's going to be something that reminds me of Vegas. Yeah. I can't think of a song that, that does it. It's, it's why we made all those set lists. Cause that's, that's the kind of shit that I was like, when I'm in Vegas, this is what I'm hearing is all this stuff. Right. Hmm. What about you, Tony? You stole the Greyhound bus with the, Greyhound bus with probably the My Little Pony theme song. <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> Although it, it sounds like a, Tony's a brony. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like um, Jerry's idea of a, this one to Tony scale might be catching on because uh, we got a, a, a reply on the Twitters that says uh, one to Tony is a scale I'm now measure. I'm going to measure drunkenness out now on. Whoa, I can't even say. <laughs> wow, that. yeah, Karen. I haven't had anything to drink, so I don't know what's Boo. going on. There. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, uh, Jerry, I would uh, flying in. I, you know, I love. There's a meme that's going around that's gone around for years now, but it says it's something along the lines of, uh, "You may be cool, but you'll never be Frank Sinatra stepping out of a helicopter drinking Jack Daniels cool." <laughs> and he's literally hopping out of a uh, out of a helicopter with you know in a in a suit holding a, a rocks glass with what is assumed to be uh, Jack Daniels in it. 
Um, but yeah, something something Rat Packy, festive um, Sinatra <laughs> Martin. Um, um, there you go. So, all right. Uh, next up, we got a trip report here and a rather lengthy one at that. So I hope you've got uh, something to whet your whistle with, Karen. Absolutely. Because we have an email. F- What's that? I said absolutely. Absolutely good. Uh, we got an email from Jennifer from Iowa. All right, Jennifer writes, Mark and Karen. Ooh, she completely left you uh, off of it, Tony. Yeah, well, good, great. <laughs> Jennifer? No, there's Living. a reason why this always says Mark and Karen. <laughs> she starts off I by know, saying, exactly. thank you again for agreeing to meet up in Vegas. For years, I've listened to your podcast and squirreled away good intel for our visits. So nice to meet you in person. It was awesome to meet you in person as well, Jennifer. Agreed. As well as your fantastic husband, Dean. Mm -hmm. Would you like my trip report? Will you promise not to use my last name so my colleagues have no clue I'm obsessed with Vegas? Feel free to chop it up if it's too long. (laughs) Well, yes, Jennifer, we would like your trip report. Yes, we promise not to say your last name on the air. And no, we are not going to chop it up. So I hope you like what you wrote. All right. Sunday. We began our trip with a Japanese highball and kimono at Vespers. (laughs) Highball. Japanese highball. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a cocktail of some kind. Uh, it sounds sounds like drugs. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Japanese highball. Isn't that a speedball? <laughs> speedball, that's what yes. it is. <laughs> Both were amazing. and Because aren't they highball glasses? Isn't that what yes. they're called? Okay. I don't, I don't know what it yes. is. I don't know either, but I know they have them. Both were amazing, and it was a great place to sit as we eased into being on vacation. It's tucked in the back, so you need to look for it, but it's worth it. The bar was very busy and it took a bit to get drinks, but once the bartender connected with us, she was friendly and made great recommendations. From there, we met Mark and Karen at the Chandelier Bar and had a great time visiting. We've walked by the bar a million times and for whatever reason have never gone in for a drink, so I was glad it was suggested. I had a whiskey business followed by the famed Verbena drink. Yes. I'm glad I tried it and thank Mark for encouraging us to order them. Hey, I encouraged too. I said you really should try it. It's a it's a Vegas thing. Yes, you but yours is, is is more like, uh, um, yeah. Take a bat to those uh, those bees. I'm sure that that'll be a way that you can, <laughs> that you can knock that. I that would never. That's actually out. dangerous. It's this is just annoying. <laughs> um, after a few cocktails on an empty stomach, we were ready for China Poblano, twenty vegetable fried rice, and a five spiced old fashioned. We asked our server about the pronunciation, and she said that China in Spanish is pronounced China. And that's how you will hear Jose Andreas pronounce it. Oh. So basically, I've been pronouncing it for like seven years. <laughs> and basically, awesome. Alistair was right in his two cents. Yeah, yeah. Ah, jackass. Speaking <laughs> of, he's slacking. I haven't had one in a while. <laughs> Next up, Labor Day. We spent Monday at the Bellagio Pool, followed by drinks and appetizers at Beauty and Essex at the Cosmopolitan. We sat in the dining room, but I think we would have enjoyed the bar area just as well. My husband and I ordered the Emerald Gimlet and the Woodsman. Sometimes I find gimlets too tart, but theirs was light Sounds and like ref- drink you would get in Oz. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like it. It is. It's astute. <laughs> but theirs was light and refreshing, so I had to have two. Highly recommend the little French dips. Oh, yeah, those are good. I haven't What's eaten here in a long time. They're little mini sandwiches. French dip? French dip. Is it like a. Like the. It's like French a French dip, dip sandwich only. Just little ones? Yeah. Well, now I am interested. Where did they get them? At Beauty and Essex. At Beauty and Essex. Wow. Something at Beauty and Essex that I would be interested in? That sounds something something wrong there. I think you like the tomato soup and grilled cheese. No, I did not. The little one on the spoon? No, because the fucking soup was cold. No, it wasn't cold. Yes, it was cold. It was not cold. 
Tomato soup is supposed <laughs> to be hot. Anyway, Jennifer continues. We cab down to MGM to International Smoke for dinner. I don't see us going back. <laughs> it wasn't bad. We just don't normally hang out at MGM, and it didn't seem worth the trip down there. My husband and I shared cornbread, the wedge salad, and the smoked Korean-style prime short rib. That's a long name. The meal was good, but the environment <laughs> felt like a chain restaurant. Ooh. Our booth wasn't very comfortable. My husband's section sank, and the springs were shot. <laughs> oh, my were, God. There were five large TVs at the bar. Not normally what I look for when dining in Vegas. Well, the TVs, I think I would chalk up to it being a barbecue spot, which is normally a little more laid back. But Where do you see five? Oh, I thought I read no. five. Right. I did not read five. She didn't say five. She just said there were large TVs. My apologies. Well, I'm putting letters and or I was confused. I was like, what did there I, were, did I they're miss not that? there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's not a very ringing endorsement. Mm-mm. Hey, one more one more place I don't have to visit at MGM. <laughs> Thank you. Tuesday, Bellagio Cabana. File, Cabana. Cabana. <laughs> Cabana. I like it. Wow. Come on, Karen. Bellagio Cabana followed by the Mayfair Supper Club. The Mayfair? <laughs> and I literally, I've literally had nothing to drink. Yeah, Maybe awesome. that's the problem. <laughs> oh, okay, come on. I can do this. The Mayfair Supper Club. This was our second time dining at the Mayfair. The staff was great. The food was delicious. And we enjoyed the entertainment. Live musicians to our left and the iconic Bellagio fountains going off on our right. Prime Rib, our friend, Mm -hmm. and Cherry's Jubilee, me, yum, are prepared tableside if anyone is interested. I honestly don't know how long we were there, but we were not rushed in any way. It's a little pricey, but when you factor in the live entertainment and the beautiful view, it's totally worth it. That is something that we haven't done. We uh, that that I haven't done is gone to a pl- gone to dinner where I can see the fountains going off. Yeah, I think the only place that we've eaten, well, that you've eaten that has a view of the fountains is Spago. I didn't go to Spago. Yes, you did. You went with Alistair and I. I don't recall. Yeah, well, <laughs> they had a price fix menu, like a three course thing that you ate off of, and you liked the food, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, no Mayfair, and I do, I do like Mayfair. It's very much like classic supper club food. So, like she was saying, you know, the prime rib and cherries jubilee and that kind of stuff. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I like it. It's very open, bright, good views. So, I'd recommend that one too. I'd go back there again. I'd like to try it sometime. What, maybe one of these times when we're out in Vegas all together, let's let's remember that and let's you put let it on me the to-do list. On Wednesday, we don't normally sit down for real breakfast in Las Vegas, but we decided to try the Henry. Ooh, it's a good one. Yes, it is. I love the beignets with fresh lemon curd. Ooh, that does sound good. It was nice to sit over a cup of coffee and not feel rushed. They serve Starbucks Pike Place roast if it's important to anyone. Uh-huh. After breakfast, we stopped in the Diana exhibit at the shops at Crystal's. If if you have an interest in her or the royal family, it's a nice break from the strip and it doesn't take too long. If you don't, I'd pass. From there, we hopped in a cab cab for the Mirage for one last walk around. We spent the majority of the day playing blackjack and drinking. We started at the bar where the attendant made the rules very clear. As long as you have your player's card in and bet a dollar a hand, I will serve you. (laughs) That's nice. I appreciate that. From there, we moved to a real table where a very patient dealer kindly coached us through our first time playing at a table. Oh, wow. Minimum was $15. 
While playing, I realized I had left my cell phone on the slot machine. Oh, man. Oh, no. Some of the machines there have chargers on the ledge, which seems like a good idea unless you are drunk right, in Vegas. Yep. Beware. Lost and Found is near the cashiers, and the kind man simply asked, carrier and screensaver picture. I answered, and he immediately handed over my phone. <laughs> I could not believe it. What could have been a disaster took, like, five to resolve. <laughs> so grateful. After more blackjack and a stop at Rum Bar, we realized we had missed lunch, and we were starving. <laughs> so we headed to Buddy V's at the Venetian for a reliable meal, reliable service, because we were done. <laughs> The entire day had been fueled by the Henry at 10 a.m. and drinks at the Massage. Uh, massage. <laughs> drinks at the Mirage. Not the best choice. Good Lord. I am, I'm surprised I didn't realize that they'd never actually played blackjack at a table before. Yeah. So I'll give them credit for, you know, jumping in there and trying it, even oh, if the table minimum was 15. Surfing the 15. That's yeah, it's a whew, high, high limit to start with. On Thursday, we spent the day at the Bellagio pool. For Karen, a bit of gossip. While we didn't see them, we were told by our cabana attendant that the Voltaggio brothers were in a cabana that day as well. Ugh. Cool. That would have been awesome. We ate at Harvest on our last night. Thanks to Mark for mentioning it on the podcast. See, I take notes and listen. Hey, I think I'm actually the one that mentioned it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Just for the record. Server asked that we put our order in all at once, once, which I found strange, especially not knowing how large the plates would be. It was all wonderful, but we probably ordered a plate or two too many. Yeah, we did that too, but I knew I could take home leftovers. <laughs> it was all so good, I'm not sure what I would have scratched. Two men sat next to us, and our server mentioned that they were, quote, on TV, but I have no idea who they were. Maybe Food Network related? <laughs> From inside the kitchen, Brian took out his phone and took a photo of them. Oh, so one of the, the chefs that was there took a photo of the guys that were sitting in the dining room. Oh. Interesting. After dinner, we gambled mm. at Cosmo and then ended the night at Pistrosian. Petrosian. Petrosian. Oh, jeez. A place I normally pass by on the way back to our room. At some point during the trip, we did walk through the conservatory. Looks like the brunch dinner feature you mentioned is in the back in sort of a treehouse gazebo-like structure, but it is very close to the traffic passing by, at least on the first level. I'd feel weird and on display dining there. Yeah, I noticed that too when, uh, actually when we went over to Harvest, because I popped in to see where this was. If I was on an upper level, I think I'd be okay with it. But yeah, even though the ground level sits back a little ways, it would just, yeah, kind of like you're on display in a zoo. Mm -hmm. Jennifer continues, Friday, sad trombone, time to leave. Always. Because our flight did not leave until five, we made reservations for massages at the Bellagio oh, Spa, clever. followed by lunch at Noodles. What's that? I said that's clever. Yeah. We've eaten there a few times on our way in or out of Bellagio. It's reliable for a good lunch if you enjoy Asian food. Two entrees was the perfect amount for me and my husband. Trip goals were achieved. Met Mark and Karen in person, stopped in a few lounges we normally race by, spent time at the Mirage one last time, and played blackjack with a live dealer. That sounds like a, a pretty good trip that if you got all your goals trip, yeah. achieved. As always, thank you for all you do. It's appreciated. Next item on the bucket list, the St. Louis Blues playing the Knights in Vegas. Yes. Jennifer from Iowa. That was awesome. Thanks so much, Jennifer. They were awesome. They uh, are. Yet another group of awesome people that were like, yeah, we got new friends. Yeah, they were, they were so much fun. Um, and so glad she reached out because, again, she, and I'm going to say this because I, I want to encourage people because we've heard it a couple times. Um, 
she even said, you know, I think her husband said to her, because she was like, well, we're going to go meet up with these podcasters I listen to. And he was like, isn't that weird? No, it's not weird. You know, reach out. We, you know, if you love Vegas as much as we love Vegas, and especially if you support the show, um, we would love an opportunity to, to say hi, meet you, thank you, all that fun stuff. So tell Jennifer, tell Dean it's not weird at all. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at Michael Vitaggio's Twitter page. Yes. And he retweeted a tweet that was posted by someone by the name of David Carroll on September 11th. Could that date have been the approximate timeline in which, because it says beautiful dinner literally at Bellagio Harvest by M. Voltaggio and Brian Voltaggio. Entirely possible. I don't know who. Oh, let me look. No, I want to look at it. Oh, well, what, he it, no, it says attorney wine enthusiast mine, huh? and foodie. Okay. In Las Vegas. So, hmm. You said you were looking at Michael, yeah, no, I don't Michael Voltaggio's page? Yeah, maybe I, I am. I am not on the Instagrams. So if he posts, because I, I, I really wanted to figure out who the people were, right? That he would that, that would cause Brian Voltaggio to want to take, take pictures picture. to say, "Hey, so and so is eating at my restaurant." Right. Um, or yeah, my the rest pop of these up, are all older, so that's the only one that it might be. And I don't know that yeah. name is not ringing a bell. Oh, but he's got a kitty cat for his little his avatar. It's cute. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for episode number 416. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcasts.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And you can get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, uh, much like both uh, Jennifer and our buddy Jerry did, uh, please send that to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I'm at 360VegasKaren. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Hey!